What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of The Bonus Room. I am here, as always, with my big bro, Santi Almonte. How are we doing today? What's up, what's up, what's up, you guys? How are we doing? Good evening. we got a crazy episode today. I can't wait for today. Yes, because today we have a very special guest. Distinguished guest. Money County's finest. Hey. <laughs> Mr. DJ Suave. What's up, bro? How are you? Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Forgot the sirens. What the? <laughs> the horns. The horns. <laughs> the sirens. The horns. What up? What up, man? How y'all doing? My name is DJ Suave, aka DJ Suave 4K, aka Mr. Don't Watch Me, Watch Your Bitch. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate you coming on. And uh, we're gonna get into some of the shits today, man. You, you know, I see you, you know, promoting all these gigs, Reggaetonlandia, Reggaeton this, Reggaeton that. Today we're gonna get into, you know, your DJ career, how it began, how it's going. And yeah, so it's gonna be a cool episode. Yeah, yeah, all good. Nah, man, it's a pleasure, uh, you know, it's a pleasure to be on your show, uh, to be honest. Uh, a couple of your episodes have been really, really intriguing. Um, I'm just like, damn, I kept. Can't wait for the fucking questions to come my way today. Swap, take us to the beginning. How how did the DJ thing begin for you? How did you get ah, into it? Fuck. <laughs> you came out spinning turntables as a baby or what? Damn near. Um, <laughs> almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, bro. Because um, here, let me take you back a little bit. Um, it all started. Look, to be to be honest, it all started in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I was. I mean, um, yeah, man, middle school. It all started in middle school. You know, I, uh, at that time I was living in Richmond and now, and, and, and back then there was, you know, a lot of people tagging and up against the walls and whatnot. And I'm like, damn, I want to learn how to graffiti. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to tag. I want to learn this, this and that. And with the whole tagging thing, it, you know, I, I, I really, I, I was falling in love with that old, old school hip hop, like the digital underground, you know, mm. the, um, the, 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 that Biggie, the old Tupac, you know, the, uh, you know, just, just 90s, old, that 90s hip hop. So I was like, fuck, man, I want to, like, I, I like this DJing thing. Like, like the, these turntables look cool. Like, you know, I want to learn this. And mm-hmm. in middle school, I actually brought it up to one of my after-school coordinators, and I was like, "Hey, look, I want to learn how to like tag, and I want to learn how to DJ. Like, is is a program like that ever gonna come up, dude?" Within three weeks, he brought his friend over. Um, I forgot his DJ name. Damn, I wish I can give him like a hundred bucks because this is all because <laughs> of him. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, they um. But to be honest, not a lot of kids signed up for that program. It was just like me and like two other kids in there. And yeah, he showed me how to scratch, you know, right after that, um, he, he hooked me up with my first pair, uh, with my, not my first pair, but my first turntable. It was the, uh, Technic 1200, uh, yeah, the Technic 1200s. Um, from there, uh, my, my name first started as DJ. <laughs> As DJ J Suave, <laughs> the DJ J Suave, and then I changed it to DJ Suave, and I was yeah, like, it's, it's cool. like I, I, this, this name's okay, this name's cool, but like I need to change it up. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was in middle school, I, 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 I kind of like switched between two high schools, and I ended up at Centerfield High, and there everybody just knew me as Juan, Juan V, you know, Juan, Juan V, like they didn't want to mm-hmm. call me. J Suave or Suave or anything else. Right. Um, but when I, you know, when I jumped in, jumped out to Center for High, um, there was this radio station, the first and only radio station on the West Coast that was ran by high school students. Okay? Oh, shit. So um, there, I mean, that class was only for seniors, and I was a freshman. So I jumped in. I had the biggest balls. I go into the teacher's offices and I go, hey, look, I want to I want to become a radio DJ. I want to like I want to do everything like I want to learn this, essentially. 
the teacher was like, this is only for only like, you know, for, 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 um, for seniors, like you can't be in here. Like this, this, this isn't for you. I kept going every weekend. I'm like, please give me a chance. So me and my buddy Christian, we jumped in and boom, she gave us a show um, at, from five to seven. In the morning? To seven, no, no, no. From 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Nice. Right after so um, got that done. Um, and uh, from there, it's just been going up. My friend Christian, um, I'm going I'm to go ahead and elaborate about this, but my friend Christian, he was the one that was called DJ Nargas. Right, so I'm, I, I gotta clear this up before this goes beyond this bullshit. <laughs> There's a lot of people that have been associating associating my name with that, and no, my boy was DJ Nungas. I was Juan V. So, uh, so you so Christian, you went from J Suave to Juan V. Exactly. Okay. So that you know, my freshman year, I went uh, from J Suave to Juan V. Why? Because I was really heavy into dead mouse. Mm. So I really wanted to become an EDM DJ. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to become this dead mouse, the the um uh, uh who, the DJ Chucky. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the bass kick. Ooh, come on. How are you gonna yeah. forget that mother? DJ Chucky, I forgot, man. He the way he did his videos, man, what happened to him? Like he he was just Amsterdam's here on Sunday. Finest. He was here on Sunday. Yeah, he oh. still he still does t- day clubs in Vegas too. I've seen him on the list. Oh man. He turned up the bass is like one of my favorite tracks to drop when I used to DJ nice. parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. That changed the game. That 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 track yeah. right there. That yeah. Dutch house. That Dutch house, that's right. Dutch house was crazy with um Afrojack. DJ Blend, what's up with that dude? <laughs> that that's okay. Well, hold on, hold on for a second. Facts. I got confused. I thought we were talking about Blend because Blend no, was not on that YouTube. Chucky wearing motherfucker. Exactly. No. So that's what first. <laughs> oh so, shit! To me, Blend. I remember DJ Chucky now, but Blend to me with the YouTube and yeah. how oh his he would do his mixes and he had he had some creative transitions. I'm, I'm I'll give it to him, but he would be there shuffling, you know. Yeah, and... he's a he's a Latino guy. I'm, he's Latin, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he's a Latino guy. Yeah, I, I don't know blend. what he looks like, but I know he's like from LA. I think. Yeah, um, where's Blend at? Royal Heights, I think. Yeah, yeah, he uh he's big in like Japan. He has an Instagram. You can check it out, and he like he does shows in like Japan and shit. So, I mean, good for him. I don't know if he produces music, but I know he for sure still mixes. So, bro, it's crazy. That dude, his fan base in Japan is ridiculous. The USA mm. can never. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you just know. need, you just need like one fan base, really, you know, to like keep you getting paid. So, for nice. him, because he was big on YouTube, because I remember I used to watch him. Uh, we all used to watch him on DJ YouTube. LML, remember? DJ LML, remember? DJ LML, yeah, shout out to him. Know. He used to watch him, and he used to put out mixes, I think, like, once a month, if not, like, more. And he would always be, like, shuffling. He had good editing with the lights in his room or to put, like, these kind of, like, little light shows. And But, but no, I mean, like you said, I because, uh, Juan, what, what, uh, what class were you? Your class of 2013 or 2012? High school, college. High school. Uh, 2012. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we're like the same age. And so I think at that time, yeah, like house and EDM was like a big scene. And I think that's how we were all like inspired to like start DJing. I know I started because like I went to EDC 2010 and I was like, holy shit, this is bananas. Like, this is crazy. Like I need to get into this. What the fuck? Were you like a sophomore or junior in high school? Yeah, I just finished. No, I finished my freshman year of high school. Yes, dude. (laughs) And my brother was like, yo, you want to go? It's 16 and up. I just turned 16. I was like, fuck it. Let's go. (laughs) And that shit was crazy. But damn, so you so you started you started with like wanting to become a house DJ. And then when did your kind of like when did your library kind of change to like a different sort of genre? Like towards my senior year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In high school. Um, and the and and the reason behind that is because a lot of my friends were, you know, we were all listening to hip hop. Mm-hmm. My friends were telling me this bullshit, like, dude, you know, create an event. Dude, I know you're lit. Like, you got the songs, you got this, you got that. And I'm just like, dude, those songs are just for my own private like library. Like, I just mm-hmm. that's just for me. It's songs not, you produce. You know, no, no, no. Just like, just, just playlists of like mm. dope songs, like the, 
Mac Dre, the Too Short, the Trunk Boys, the hyphy stuff from back in the days. <laughs> like, bro, I had it all. Mm-hmm. Literally, I still do. It's 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 in my library still. But um, yeah, man, like it it, it just changed throughout the years. At least from my freshman year, it slowly started getting into hip hop, and I had a lot of uh, a lot of Latin tracks in there too because I was doing like um quinceañeras and you know um little parties and stuff like that also so um yeah man it's it all just changed throughout those years and um i think it was about maybe like my sophomore junior years when i started throwing my own parties um here locally and in college uh, when you're in college no in high school in high school crazy in high school bro (laughs) so um i was throwing you know throwing my own little 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 high school parties for my friends and whatnot not gonna lie i was making maybe like 800 bucks a day but fuck it i mean who's gonna get 800 back then back in the days 800 bucks was a lot you know it's still Still a lot for one day for one day that's still kind of a lot and I was the one DJing, you know, so mm-hmm. most of that money was going to go towards me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, through a couple of events, through uh, maybe like also a few of uh, collaborative events where I wasn't able to like rent a spot on my own. My parents were not going to help me. You know, mm-hmm. they were like, you're going to throw a party for you to make money. Nah. <laughs> nah, that's not yeah. like where are you going to get the money from? Are you going to supply the 3000? Because we're not going to supply the 3000. I'm just like, fuck, like, how can I become like these other white boys that fucking are throwing parties out in, you know, like Fairfax or something? So I'm like, well, there's a little town called Fairfax here. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, dude, like, why can't I throw these parties? Uh, and then it came down to me collaborating, collaborating with like uh, different college students that wanted to throw parties, you know, 18 and under parties. So I did it with them and, um, you know, just basically took off it was crazy because now it's like around the town like here in marin um like if i step into uh like i don't know like novato or or maybe like a place around here like people will know me and be like hey weren't you that one dj from like when mm-hmm. i was in high school boom 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 i'm like, Fuck, like how do you fucking recognize me from back in the day like from back in the day till now you know like yeah that's yeah, cool uh, but, well, yeah. me through a hell of a show. So yeah. people remember nights like that, you know. Yeah, man. It's, so, so that's people crazy. Really remember, that's it's it. That's the craziest part. A lot of people will shoot me their craziest stories, and I'm like, "Fuck, I don't fucking remember." Yeah. <laughs> but that yeah. should make you feel proud, though. That like in that moment, like you gave them so much happiness and joy to be at that party. They felt so alive in that moment that they, when they saw you, triggered that good memory, and they had the guts and like just like, hey are you that one fool from back in the day and like that's like that's big you know so you gotta yeah. be proud of yourself that because as a dj like you want to be the life of the party you want to give people a good show and a good time you know mm-hmm. and so like that shows that you're doing well that you've been doing well all these years and you still keep it going you know yeah and it's crazy too because i mean now that you mention it like i i mean w- within conversations you really don't think about that for me it's just like fuck now i'm embarrassed that i don't remember you know mm-hmm. like now that i'm embarrassed like fuck if you remember and i don't i'm just like fuck now now i feel bad. I just, you know, just like, play along with it like fuck it like you know i've tried to a couple <laughs> of times bro but it doesn't work like it's like, oh do you remember that that other thing that happened I'm like ah oh, fuck yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well we, did you have any like musical experience prior to DJing or like did you play any instruments? Did you did you drum? Did you have any experience? I did actually. Um just a little bit. It wasn't really much. It was mm-hmm. maybe towards like middle school, sixth, seventh grade. Um I played I played the trumpet, I played the trombone, and I also played the tuba. Damn wow. brass, huh? All just, horns. Yeah, exactly. All Blowing horns, huh? Popping <laughs> <laughs> uh, these horns. <laughs> nah, bro, but the this, it was because, like, I really like banda, you know? So yeah. oh, okay. I really wanted to be in a banda, you know? In a band? Uh, when I wanted to grow up, nah. Uh, <laughs> I wanted me, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Such, yeah, I was like, man, I want to be, you know, I want to be a, I want to be in a banda when I grow up. Like I, I just want to make some extra cash, this, this, and that. Like I was thinking about the money more, more than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And um, I'm joined. I, I never stuck to it. I never stuck to it. I didn't like yeah. 
Yeah. I did not like it. Well, your Santi boy. Santi said join Jesse. Yeah, join <laughs> Jesse, you know. <laughs> He's going hard. <laughs> no, nah, man. That's, that's supposed to be crazy. But, um, yeah, man. Um, so, so after high school and you started throwing all these gigs and then, you know, I know you went to San Jose State and I know at least with our, within our fraternity, whenever we had a big event or a big party, we would just hit you up. Because you know he he slid the dish count, and ten percent. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was our family and friends right there. Yeah, for real, no um, no kidding. And uh, he would come and DJ our parties, and and it was always a good time. So did you just keep continue to gig it and do parties in college until like until now, where you started doing like a lot more club and 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 more established events? Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like back then promoters weren't really taking me serious. You know, like I'll hit them up and, you know, I try to show face and they'll be like, yeah, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to book you or whatever. But, um, yeah, man, like during, like, like, like during college, um, I'd get a lot of fraternities, sororities, you know, just messaging me like, Hey, you know, would you like to, you know, would you like to DJ our party in my mind? I'm like, yes, but there's a fee to it, you know? And every time I tell them the fee, they're like, nah. But the fee was 350, 300 bucks. And I'm taking like my Lights, life, taking yeah. everything, like mm-hmm. everything from, you know, I'd start DJing at nine till fucking 3 a.m., 2 a.m., you know. And nobody was really down to pay that, you know, the money. But the Davis chapter, Davis chapter was just like, dude, we'll, we'll just throw you like, fuck it. There. Yeah. Fuck it, pull up. Let's do it. But, um, yeah, man, I feel like a lot of promoters weren't taking me serious. Um, I don't know. It's just like I felt like I was doing a lot of mobile gigs, you know, throughout those years. So um, I felt like that's that's that that was a real disconnection, at least with, with the promoters and um, and myself and my image that I was uh, that I was putting out. So, um, yeah, man, it's always to be, you know, uh, really, uh, really busy. It's that's that's the point of the game, at least right now, um, is to be really busy and 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 to really keep up with with everybody's demands, you know. And you know, when it comes to high demand, shit, fuck it, mm-hmm. you don't have to jack up the price, bro. I mean, regardless of what it is, if you're a good DJ, bad DJ, or an up and coming DJ, like price will always, you know, um, price will always be a factor, at least with your next gig. So, good. yeah. I mean, I was a, uh, I was telling, I was telling people last year that I think the next ten years, a lot of people are going to be going out. So anyone who's like in the game of like booking clubs or throwing parties or throwing events or DJing events or any type of musician that performs at shows, I think the next two, ten years is going to be big for them because everyone's going to want to go out once this pandemic is like completely over with. People are going to want to go out, celebrate, have a good time. I mean, I mean, I was out there in the Bay. We was out there at uh, in Complex. You know, it was. It was a cool vibe out there, man. Like it was, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, complex was cool, bro. I appreciate you know pulling up and whatnot. Um, Your least. boy took a flight, bro. Took a yeah. Flew in, flew out. Flew in, <laughs> facts. Flew in, flew out. What the? Yeah, Twenty-four hours. Another day. I know, <laughs> I know that 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 day thing in the alley, bro. That should look popping too. I'm telling you, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah next time, fuck it. Your flight paid another fifty foot. No, 50, 60 bucks for the next day. All right. I know next time I'm going to spend at least like two days out there. So just a quick 24-hour trip. Can't so. do a 24-hour trip that doesn't exist. I want to hear your top DJs. Uh, top DJs? Damn. I can go ahead and like name a lot. But top three, bro. I'm at least going to give you my top three, at least coming from the Bay Area. Um, everybody's going to say this, but uh, Jay Espinosa has always been my like top DJ that I've always uh, you know looked into. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've been a big actually recently i've been a really big fan of a of a big uh, uh of a buddy of mine um he's uh he's um he's changed the whole marketing game he's changed the whole at least um kind of like the latin house game or 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 he has shined more light into the whole latin house game at least here in the bay area uh bay wave um that's his name bay wave 
Yeah, yeah. He goes by Bay Wave. Everybody call you know wants to call him DJ Bay Wave, but he goes by Bay Wave. That's a cool um, name. Yeah, and he's he's uh, you know, uh, he's you know he's he's making moves. He's up there. I mean, he just uh, played in Vegas uh, not too long ago at a couple pool parties. Okay. Yeah, so you know he he he's and he spins. You said what Latin house? Yeah, he's well. And it's kind of hard though to be honest because. He does a lot of parties, like reggaeton parties. Mm-hmm. But he still spins a hip hop. He still spins the reggaeton, but he's really big, like pretty heavy on like house, um, like EDM, a couple of trap songs. You know, he's got in there. So a little bit of everything. Reminds okay. me of like a young. I want to say, I don't want to say like a young Dior or anything. <laughs> like, a young tonic. Like a young tonic. But um, no, it's just like he's like his sound is like different, very distinguishable too. Because sure. it's 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 a part of that whole Latin house, and I feel like Latin house is just popping up. But <laughs> yeah, man, uh, Jazz Spinoza, I'm gonna say Baywave at least right now. Um, not to kiss no ass, and I know I, I know <laughs> not to kiss no ass, and I know a lot of DJ, uh, 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 um, a lot of DJs like. We're gonna hate me for this because when they see this shit, but um, I've been a really big fan of Frisco Eddie. Mm, um, okay. Um, Frisco Eddie, at least in the Bay Area, it's just his style, bro. Like it's just I I, I focus more more on people's style, like mm. transition wise, and their and their um, and their music choice. So, I mean, mm. it, it, it all depends. I mean. If, if it makes sense, if the transition makes sense and it's very smooth and it goes in into a song just perfectly, bro, I'm like, fuck, I'm a big fan of that guy. Like, mm. that's what I strive for, at least um, within my mixes. No, yeah, definitely. I think as a DJ, um, there's a huge there's a huge debate within like the musical world. And when I was taking my music classes in college and even in high school, there's always this big debate where is a DJ a musician? Like a DJ doesn't play any notes. They don't read music. Like, are they considered a musician? And I consider them to be musicians because I think anything where you're being create, we're being creative with sound and music. I think you can be considered a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, but that, that's the thing. Transitions are key. Like, there's a lot of DJs who just filter in, filter out, or you know, just like drop a drop a catchy sample of someone saying something and then they transition to the next song for me like how i judge a dj whenever i'm listening to one is like how creative are his transitions like does he find two songs that are similar enough where they're like have similar rhythms or they're in the same um key where when they're transitioning from one to the other it makes everyone like yo i've never heard that song from that perspective and i've never heard it like that so i agree with you 100 how i mainly judge a dj is like how how good are you with your transitions and can you read the crowd can you um can you take a crowd from standing on the wall to getting on the dance floor and just having the most hype party ever like how good are you of reading the crowd and understanding what kind of music they need at that moment um but yeah what are some of the other things you're looking for in a dj swap whenever you're you're listening to one um dang for me it's like if I feel like I'm listening to, okay, I mean, it depends because it's like, if I go to a club, I really don't, like, I'm not paying attention. It's not that I'm not paying attention to the transition, but it's like, it's like, if I go to a club, it's whatever, you know, we're all there to get fucked up, essentially. <laughs> Facts. You know, like nobody, it's not like nobody's going to be hearing your transitions, but it's like, if it's but really- But you notice hard, it, don't you? Like, I notice yeah, when yeah, people yeah. fuck up. But like, when they fuck up for it, something, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you'll be like, oh. But it's okay though. Like everybody yeah. fucks up. Even yeah, one hundred percent. Fuck, you know, fuck up. I've heard Tiesto fuck up. Yeah, I've heard yeah. Tiesto fuck up, and that was like what three years I've ago. Heard fuck up. Audio autistic yeah. here in the Bay Area. I heard him fuck up. Like, um, but I don't know why because I, I feel like his sets are pre-recorded. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did hear something where he spun the turntable, and it kind of like, I don't know, it made some like weird noise or whatever. I'm like, oh. What the fuck happened? And he just like I saw him go like this, and I'm just like, oh shit. But yeah. uh, obviously, like some like he did something, and then it just like yeah, it started going. But a lot of people really didn't pay attention. Right, most so, people won't notice it. Nah, nah, they're just come on, dude. At a festival, you just like 
<laughs> Festival club, that, like most of the time, people, yeah, people don't notice. Um, it's not that people don't notice, but if you're really into the music and if you're really in there, in there, and you have that musical brain, yeah, we'll notice it. But if yeah. you don't, you're not gonna notice it. Most of yeah. the time, nobody's gonna notice, I guess. But yeah, now, now tell me about this like new wave of reggaeton because, like, we all know reggaeton, like. You know, I'm not I'm not too familiar with the history, but I remember it being big with Gasolina and Daddy Yankee. You know, there are artists like Rakimi Kenwai, Don Omar, you know, the Fast and Furious movies played a lot of reggaeton tracks. Yep. And then after like 2011, you didn't really hear much from it. I think at least in like popular Latin music, it was more of like a bachata scene for a bit. And then suddenly in like 2015, 2016 with like J Balvin and bad bunny it just suddenly came back and now it's like completely exploded in the past five years you've had justin bieber on songs drake on songs beyonce singing spanish ed sheeran like the list goes on it's like cardi hip. b cardi mm -hmm. b it's like hip to be in a latino or reggaeton song so how have you seen that dj suave um damn the reggaeton scene did change up a little bit and like actually in most genres i mean it's it's it just doesn't re it's not just within reggaeton i feel like every genre has its you know slow years and mm -hmm. you know, some years where they actually do pick up and i feel like recently it all has to do with bad bunny i'm not really right. gonna put anything out there but like it's just it, it's what it is i mean that's yeah. the only thing, that's the only artist that really brought reggaeton back Sorry, yeah. but point blank, period, bro. Like, I, I think it's three artists. I think it's Bad Bunny, number one, J Balvin, and Osuna. Those, to me, are like... Is Osuna I was like just about to say J Balvin, uh, so I... But I just put Bad Bunny at the very top because it's like... Uh, everybody's the reflecting on him. He's yeah, the biggest. just reflecting their ideas yeah. on Bad Bunny, like this yeah, yeah. colorful reggaeton scene comes yeah. from J Balvin and also Bad Bunny. So Bad it's Bunny. Like a yeah. big collaborative thing. Mm -hmm. And... Osuna, I don't know about Osuna. I'm gonna say Farruko though. Oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna say Farruko. Farruko yeah, has a lot a You kind of got that Farruko style right now, you know? You know, you just need to paint it green. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta be nice and suave, you feel? Yeah, you know? Hey, Farruko's yeah, dope though. I like him a lot. Though. I'm telling you. So, Farruko, uh, before he was doing a lot of reggaeton with like, um, uh, like for example, like uh, there was a lot of Farruko and Plan B songs out. You know that hit the charts so uh you know farruko transitioned i mean uh into uh, a different style i don't want to say recently but within you know within years but um i feel like a lot of like latin house and like guaracha um, um type of songs are are, are are bumping at least within uh, uh like the whole latin scene down, down in mexico um la it's pretty big in la too the whole, massive like, latin house guaracha type of song so um the bear is just catching up so um i feel like it's a it's it's going the right direction that we want it to but of course there's going to be you know a couple of artists that are that are little machistas and they don't want to be a part of the, this whole colorful scene because i mean there's a lot of reggaeton artists that aren't with this whole this whole change essentially um not too long ago está como se llama Evie Queen um uh in 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 one of her interviews that's literally what she said she was like look like 15 20 years ago like 10 15 10 15 years ago reggaeton wasn't like this and we never pictured reggaeton to be like this mm -hmm. and now it just took a turn that you know we've we've we we haven't seen before like back then like if you were to compare the times from back then to now like people back then will be like what the fuck is going on you know, like reggaeton is supposed to be like very masculine. Yeah. Now reggaeton, it goes both ways. I mean, it's not just masculine. Um, yeah. And I think that can be said for like all genres. I think all genres kind of start off very masculine. I mean, you look back to like rock and roll and like hip hop, like starts off very masculine. And then as like it grows, it starts to encompass like all ideas and all perspectives of life. And so I think reggaeton was kind of just going through the same thing because, you know, hip hop had its like beginnings with like N.W.A., you know, like gangster rap and Tupac and Biggie. And then now you got guys like uh, Old Town Road, you know, <laughs> like what's his name? Lil Nas X, you know, Lil like, Nas. 
like yeah, stripping yeah, on yeah, Satan yeah. and stuff, you know? And so it's like, it's really grown a lot. And in rock and roll, the same thing. It went from like a womanizer, like Elvis Presley to like a, a dude like David Bowie who dressed as a female and, you know, wore makeup. So yeah. it's, uh, it's every genre kind of goes through their progressions. But I mean, I'm really happy to see that Gathon have this like moment right now, because I mean, I think it's like, as a Latino culture, I think one thing, um, you know, that we really pride ourselves on is like our food and like our music. Um, and women. And of course, and <laughs> the women, of course, but those go hand in hand, you know, food and music. Mm -hmm. um, so to see it now brought to like the limelight of not only like within our culture, but now like Europeans are bumping to this, you know, Africans, Asians, like everyone is like bumping to this new sound yeah. and Bad Bunny is like at the forefront. And it's, it's just it's incredible. See, I mean, Bepas was arguably the song of the year last year, the song of the summer. I mean, yeah. me and Santi, we, we went to Miami last year. We went to Philadelphia, New York, Boston, Miami. I understand. Of course, it's going to be played there. But I was hearing that in Boston and like, mm -hmm. it, like it was crazy. So the fact that it was like making like white people and Italian people from the Northeast move like that's just that just says a lot. So major, major. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bumping so, a song like that, bro, like that's should I still play it? Yeah, still, no, everyone does. Like, you know, I feel I, like I, I feel like that song was uh, I kind of compare Peppa's to um, it's that LMFAO song. Uh, Are you rocking? Almost. <laughs> I kind of compare it to that. Just that whole scene. Yeah. When LMFAO was popping, bro. Everybody yeah. wanted LMFAO. I was like, all right, fuck. Everyone was shuffling, bro, including your boy. I was out there in high school Back. just with the skinny jeans, just shuffling. Skinny jeans with the fitted hats and the <laughs> and the band. Fuck it. Exactly. But, uh, um, another artist I think that we, we forgot to mention, Anuel. I think he's made major strides in the game. And I'm excited to see his growth, you know, because I think he's cool with everyone in the industry so far. And he dated yeah. uh uh who did he date? Uh might be Jota. Yeah, 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 that and then uh, but he his uh, didn't he date Becky G too or 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 someone or the cut no no the Bichota is oh Becky. yeah okay yeah. her yeah Bichota okay yeah. yeah so um yeah man so Anuel Anuel has been doing well but it's I'm just really excited to see where this is going because Afro Beats is also like right to me mm. it's right behind Regaton and Afro Beats is coming up faster and faster but I think Regaton and Afro Beats man they're taking over honestly and let me get back to let me get back to the adding another DJ. I forgot about this guy. Oh, uh, basic DJ basic. He's mm. out here. Um, he's a very good. He he's a big he's a big editor. So when you mentioned Afrobeats, mm -hmm. that's what he does. So he incorporates a lot of, um, uh, uh, you know, hip hop tracks, you know, basically a lot of tracks with like Afrobeats, you know, Afro beat tracks. So, yeah, man, shout out basic for sure. He he. I listen to a lot of his edits, and I'm 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 gonna send you some stuff that that I have from him. So good, good. Because that dude goes in, he throws these parties called Sazon Libre. Uh, this this party uh, called Sazon Libre, and um, if you're really into you know just a, just and you know if you're if, if you like to vibe basically, and you just like to go to a party where you just want to vibe with people, and you really don't care about the music, that's literally his scene, bro. Like it's. Mm. You know, it's 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 a party to vibe with people. It's not just about people requesting Bad Bunny. Like it's so fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Swab, quickly tell us about that sign you made. I know, I know, I know uh, it because I follow you on Instagram. But for our listeners and for my brother who may not be familiar, tell us about that sign you made. Funny thing is, I actually took it uh, took it down because of my laptop. It cracked, like like the 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 case thing cracked. Yeah. But I'm gonna make another one. Um, no, nah, I mean essentially at first, uh, prior to that, actually, I would get people just just requesting Bad Bunny. Hey, can you play Bad Bunny? I'm like, dude, I just played Bad Bunny two songs. <laughs> For real, I just Bro. played it. I played Yo Perro Sola, and then before that, I played Dakiti. What else do you want? You know, but. After you know, nobody's really gonna request that one, but nobody knows those songs. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. No, nah, um, no, it was that night though. 
just request bad bunny bad bunny bad bunny and i'm like dude i gotta put a fucking end to this shit how am i gonna tell people to stop requesting bad bunny without me fucking raising my fucking voice Mm. how all i want to be able to do is do something quick and for people to catch the sign and to read something you know like all right i should leave you know I'm like, what am I gonna do? Boom! I'm, I, dude, not gonna lie. I smoke two joints, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I have to. I, I gotta make something up. I was on my laptop, Photoshop. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just gonna make this fucking sign that says, "Today's special." Bad Bunny requests, one for sixty-five, one for sixty-five dollars. Or wow. bad bunny request for a hundred bucks. <laughs> and I put wow. my Venmo at the bottom. Ooh. <laughs> so every time somebody wants to request bad bunny, I would tap my laptop. <laughs> like one for 65, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Can you play bad bunny? You know, if they would be on the other side, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't hear you. Come on this side. I already knew what they were going to request because I like I saw it like I just read their lips, you know? Yeah. Oh, can you play Bad Bunny? I wouldn't even say anything. I would tap my laptop. Boom, boom, boom. Read it. They'll read it. Give me the most stankiest face they'd ever give me and leave. <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. That's genius. Bro, now, anyone that- us DJs, we got to capitalize on this shit as much as we can. <laughs> If y'all hey. want bad bunny requests, I'll I'll play I'll play Titi me preguntó six <laughs> times that night. If you throw me the guap back to back, also, bro. You want me to play that shit back to back three times? I'll play it back to back three times. Give me a hundred bucks. I'll do it. I'll glad man, I'll be so happy to do it, bro. I'll even hype everybody up again and again. Now, did everyone did anyone ever pay? Yes. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At first, I, I, I mean, I, I started it off as a joke. You know, it was just yeah. a joke in the beginning, and um, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just go with it and run with it." And then until I got my first hundred dollars, I was like, "Damn, this is really gonna fucking work." <laughs> Boom! Two weeks later, there goes another hundred bucks. So I've, I haven't made a lot. I've made two hundred and seventy-five bucks, but. Shit, that's it fucking cool. works. What am hey, I? Hey, that's great. That's fucking guap right there. But that's sick, man. That's creative, especially like his Bad Bunny's album this year. Like, fuck, dare I say, like it's been the biggest one so far. Like, it's just like I've heard. I mean, it has multiple bangers, and like I'm, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest Bad Bunny fan, but I, I like his music. But this album, I was like, yo, this album, like almost the entire like track listing is like amazing. Like it's pretty good. So. It's a, it's it's big on the summer vibes. It's big yeah. on the summer vibes for sure. For I, sure. To be honest, everybody's gonna hate me, but I feel like this album is a little mid. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey man, yeah, I mean it's it's not his best. I don't think it's his it's best not his best, but I mm-hmm. that that's why I consider it mid. Mm-hmm. It's not his best. Like it's not his best. It's you know who was his best? The last one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a big Por Siempre fan. I really mm-hmm. like that album. I really? like the Por Siempre. Cause it's a little trappy, you know. Mm. A little oh, yeah. trappy. I I I love the the mixture of like 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 these perreo tracks with 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 that uh, with that Latin trap. You feel me? So yeah, he could get a little soft, I guess. But like this, like it's it's mid for me. It's mid. I I feel like he's just like the Latino Drake, you know. Like yeah. he kind of started off with this like hardcore, like kind of like you said trap. And then now he's kind of like softened up and he's realized that people really like his voice. And so now he's singing a lot of his tracks instead of like rapping. So um, I, I, I feel like he's having the same trajectory as like as Drake. Drake. Uh, yeah, almost the exact same. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I really hope he doesn't make a, a, a house album, too. In the near future, you might, man. Uh, and, that, and that's another genre that like was was huge back in the day and like when i got into djing and then like 2014 it kind of died off and like dubstep became a big thing trap became a big thing 
and then now it's like back and it's now like with like TikTok, like all these like young Gen Zers have discovered like, yo, house is groovy as fuck. Cause it's not even just like, it's not even electro house that's banging right now, which was banging when I was, when I was a kid, it's like deep house. So, mm. which is like kind of like a little more of a like simpler version of house, but it kicks as long as it has that kick, like it gets people going. So it's kind of interesting how now like Beyonce just dropped a house track. Drake just dropped basically a house, house album. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting how that's kind of, you know, having its own little renaissance similar to Degathon, but I'm here for it. Fuck it. Like, love- you know, fuck it. I'm here for it. So where do you see Degathon going in the future? Is this just a scene for like the year, maybe next couple years, or do you really see the genre lasting or even getting bigger? Um, I feel like the genre is just starting. You know, mm. I feel like it's just starting. I see it blow up a little bit more and, you know, um, I feel like this is just more of a the beginning of the wave, you know, mm. um, Bad Bunny just released his album not too long ago, right? Everybody and their fucking mom is listening to it. <laughs> My mom's co-workers are listening to it. My mom's old friends at her old, old job Facts. are listening to it and they're Everybody. Mm-hmm. They love it the most exactly they don't know what the fuck they're saying <laughs> but they're just humming to it as a dj what do you what do you see for yourself in the future like what do you see and like what's your five to ten year plan as a dj um damn that's a very good question i've actually thought about this a lot um man i would i would like to quit my nine to five job and just fucking mm. DJ for the rest of my it's coming to the point that I could do it. Mm. You know? Um I'm you know, I'm making the money where I'm just like, fuck, like I can really quit my job right now and still live, you know, comfortable. Mm-hmm. But right. Um within five five to ten years, I really do myself uh see myself at least DJing uh you know across the United States. Um you know, at least let's let's talk about the five year mark. Five year mm-hmm. mark, I can for sure see myself in LA. Um, like Seattle, LA, you know, mm-hmm. Vegas, just traveling at least on the West Coast. But within ten years, I really do my see myself, you know, traveling all over the United States, Miami, mm-hmm. New York, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Austin and stuff like that. Like yeah. I really do want to see myself do all that. But um, if it ever comes to the point um, where the you know people tell me like, where is your end goal or where do you want to stop? Um, Shit, if I ever headline a fucking EDC Las Vegas, I'm going to throw the white flag. Fuck it. Kinetic yeah. Field. Done. Fucking 12 to 2 a.m., the prime slot. Fuck it. I don't know, bro. I really do wish that can happen, but if I really do keep it up the way that I'm, you know, moving, I feel like I could really get there. Um, yeah. Yeah, if I start releasing songs, if I start releasing other, you know, other things that I do have coming up, um... <clears throat> wink wink i'm gonna release a song boom 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 yeah oh my god new release you heard it from, here first. dj suave you heard it here first hey you got the file just send it to me we'll play it no i can't <laughs> I'm still working on it. i have a lot of songs bro yeah, I, have, yeah. I have a lot of songs that i really want to put like good artists on and mm-hmm. whatnot um so that's sick man yeah, T- yeah tell us a little bit more about your production you know about your uh songs because i remember when we were when we were both in college i know you were work on working on some songs with your roommate i know you had like a little machine there um i remember you were slapping on that so tell us like how's how's that been going because i i know when i tried producing that's a lot of time it's a lot of it's 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 mm. you really have to throw yourself in that um so how's that been going um producing at least i mean dude i've been making beats when i also when i was in middle school mm-hmm. high school like it's you know it's nothing new i started on fl studio and i just kept up with nice. it this whole time mm-hmm. i don't like using you know um reason i don't like using you don't like uh, reasons i don't like reason i no. never I, I never got the hang of reason fruity loops guy huh fruity loops guy <laughs> all the way bro i <laughs> nice. i that's I can't touch anything else because I tried learning it, but it's just I was so into Fruity Loops that I can't take my mind away from it, you know. So it's yeah. like I've been a Fruity Loops guy this whole time, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, just the whole editing process. Um, 
you know, I've created my own songs too. I've, 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 I've made my own songs. Um, but up to this point right now, I, I, I mainly make edits for myself. Okay. Um, at least when I play with shows and whatnot, like I do, I do edits. I, I tend to share some of my edits with some DJs, but most of my edits, I just keep it to myself. I really don't like to be spreading my fire somewhere else, you know, like I don't right. want somebody else to be saying that that's their edit when it's my edit, you know, mm. and let's just say he's, he's more popping than I am. So he's going to take the credit. I mean, yeah, his fan base is going to take, you know, you know, you're, you're talking just so our audience knows you're talking about edits of popular songs. Yes, correct. Edits of popular songs, which are, used to be called bootlegs. No, exactly. Yeah. They used to be called bootlegs, but now it's, you know, uh, at least, uh, at least now they're called, they're, they're called edits, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, yeah, essentially I do, uh, you know, I still do that now. Um, but now just within the past year, I've, I've, I've created a lot of songs, um, that I, I've always had in my head and, uh, now it's time to, um, get these artists and see where I can, where I can make the connection. I know that I know a couple of artists that are, that are willing to put, you know, put in the energy, but also, uh, connect with the song in a certain way. So, if I can project that out there and, and, and help them grow and essentially help me grow, you know, it's all working up the ladder. Um, but <clears throat> I do have a couple of artists in mind. Uh, one artist that I really like working with right now and that we're working actually with, you know, with a couple of tracks and uh, uh, his, he goes by, um, he goes by Nems, a very cool friend of mine. And uh, his track is crazy, bro. I got to send it to you. That thing's, thing's fire. Yeah. I just made an edit to it maybe about like two three days ago. That shit's fucking fire. Um, it's called Hasta Abajo. It's a it's a reggaeton song. It's 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 pretty dope. Cool man. Well, yeah, dude. The the production side of the game is just like it's really exciting. Um, it's be, even though it's it's such a process and it takes a lot of time and devotion. Like when you do get some sort of an end result, it's 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 pretty nice. Even though I've never really released any of my songs, I have like maybe five songs that are like I can consider that are like done. But I think once you become comfortable with yourself to release songs, I think that's the most exciting because there's nothing like, um, you know, playing music for a crowd, but I can only imagine the feeling of like seeing people have like emotional responses to like your own songs. And it's kind of similar to like what you were saying earlier, how you had people come up to you like recently saying, hey, weren't you that DJ from that one party and that stupid lid, you had a great set. Like that is a great feeling because as musicians, we all kind of chase that high because we always want to see people like affected by our artistry. And when we see that, it's like a fucking drug and you just need more and more and you become addicted to it. So DJ Suave, have you ever considered dropping the DJ part in your name and just going Suave or Suave? Have you ever considered that? Um, yeah, actually, a lot of promoters have put me on their on their on their um, how should I say on their flyers, motion flyers, and whatnot as suave. And mm-hmm. I kind of do want to go with that, but I feel like a lot of people don't don't really know me as that yet. You know, mm-hmm. so I have to put the DJ in front of it. Okay, you know, so. But it's gonna come down to the you know, to the point. Let's say when I do get ten thousand followers, I'm gonna take the DJ thing off, and mm-hmm. anybody that associates me with Suave, then they're already gonna know I'm a DJ. So okay. I feel like it has to, it has a lot to do with what you're actually doing too. I mean, look mm-hmm. at look at EDM DJs. Like you don't really hear the word DJ in there, yeah, because Correct. a lot of people have already associated their name or their brand into what they're doing. So Correct. that's essentially what I want to do. It's all okay. about branding. It's all about the bro. It's not. Uh, Sadly, it's really not about the music anymore. It's literally all about the branding, branding videos, the, the flashy shit, the, you know, I'm talking about the, you being around women and wearing, wearing colorful sunglasses and zebra, zebra striped shirts that make you look like fucking Fisher. Like, fuck, no. <laughs> Everybody has their own fucking style, but like, that's yeah. not, yeah. Yeah. Well, elaborate on that because um, I think, I think you could provide a lot of insight on like what it takes to become like, a very famous DJ now being in the game. What are some of the things you have to do outside of like the DJ skills and, and the music library? I mean, the DJ skills, the, you know, it, it's, it, 
has a lot to do with it, but I feel like it has a lot to do with your image and 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 the music that you put out. I mean, a lot of DJs nowadays they have their own songs, you know. They don't necessarily rap on a song, but they have their own songs with like different artists. So, I mean, anything that elevates them and makes them look more professional, makes them look more, how should I say, more, um, more vibrant, I guess, to, to their crowd. That's essentially what it is now. I mean, it's all about branding. It's all about the marketing. It's, there's a lot to do with it, but it's like back then, I mean, it was all about the music, you know? True. Like Tiesto, bro. Like that old Tiesto, like, fuck, that shit was, that shit's nuts. I, till this day, I still have like one or two mixes that I found on Reddit mm. from, from the old Tiesto. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, I don't want to, I mean, I can't really say on, on how to be a, 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 you know, how to, how to, how, you know, how to become essentially like how to become a big DJ. I really can't say anything about that because I'm not a big DJ. Mm -hmm. I'm still working to be one. Right. But Mm -hmm. what I've seen is that it has, it has to do, it has a lot to do uh, with your branding and how you look, you know, within a crowd, because you have to be um, distinguishable. You know, you have to, you know, you, you, you literally have to pop out like a sore thumb basically in a, in a in, you know in a, in a community like this wow yeah because um i know we we were kind of talking previously about that when i was out there that like you know it's all about like the promoters are the one that put you on but in order to get put on you have to have like a brand your brand has to be very important and you have to network like crazy because those them. promoters are the ones that are going to put you on and put you in gigs and get you exposure that you need to get more gigs mm-hmm. essentially yeah that's what it is bro and it's like yeah it's you know if you get put on a flyer by this like small little club these bigger clubs aren't gonna take you serious but once you get put on a bigger club like you better fucking vouch for that like you better show that to a promoter and be like yo i played at this club book me i want you to book me like i want to move forward um once you play at a big club bro you better hold that flyer to your chest or up on your Mm. face and show that off because that's how promoters are going to take you serious. You know, mm. it's, it's a game like that. Not a lot of DJs will tell you that it's, I like to spit free game. Mm-hmm. That's a secret that I've learned, you know, for the culture, for the fucking culture. A lot <laughs> of DJs, they, 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 they just think that it's all about the money, mm-hmm. but essentially at the end of the day, if you're getting started, it doesn't have to be all about the money. If your rate is 200 an hour, bro, like you got to think about the longevity. You got to think about the long run, you know, like if the promoter is willing to pay you a hundred bucks to 150 and not your 200, but you have this like longevity up ahead of you. Like if you see the image that they're trying to put out, boom, go ahead and like, go ahead and run with the wave and see how far you can go. Just mm. ride that wave, man. That's what it is. My man. Now, another question I have, you know, on a, on a, on a lighter note is that why every time I go North of Fresno, (laughs) (laughs) every time I go North of Fresno, every club, every party, every bar, Mac Dre and too short are always played. Why is that? Why is it every time I cross Fresno, those two guys are always played, whether it's Friday night, Saturday night, Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. Night. Mm-hmm. It is all the time. Tell me, so as a DJ from the Bay Area, why, why is that always played? Bay Area. <laughs> hey, look, I'm look. Wait, let me ask you this question. <laughs> what does LA re, the, does LA have like an anthem, like an LA anthem? You know, me and Santiago were talking about that, Mm -hmm. this, and, you know, to be honest, not really. I think the closest we'd have is This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. I was just about it. That would be the closest, I say. Closest we have. That I hear at every club, every bar, anyone who's DJing a dance floor, they'll play that. It's This Is How We Do It and Return of the Mac. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but is, is is he from L.A.? 
I'm not sure. Whoever whoever sang that song. And, and then we got We Love LA that's played at the end of every Dodger game. But they don't uh, play in the club, bro. Nah. I, I, I'm talking about club. I'm talking about club yeah. anthems. Like I'm um, not talking about like city yeah. anthems. You I know? gotta tweet this now. LA does not have a street anthem. Well, well still Dre, nothing but a G thing. Uh but they, they don't but play something, it at the clubs. That's what I was but I'm yeah. talking about. Like goes. every fucking night. Like, yeah, that's true. We we're don't. talking about Too Short, E40, fucking Mac Dre. I can I can name a shit ton. Fucking D-Lo, Mr. Fab. Like, bro, everybody's mm. got a Bay Area anthem. The Bay Area has its own anthems. These are Bay mm. Area anthems. So like, mm-hmm. like every DJ in the Bay Area knows to play this shit because it's like. Mm-hmm. you get the crowd a you get the crowd bumping yeah, so like yeah. let's say for example i'm playing cumbia right or i'm playing this like latin shit and i want all these young folks to come on the dance floor bro i'm gonna go ahead and switch that shit over to like i don't know fucking tell me when to go and then blow yeah. the whistle right after mm-hmm. you know like these are bay area anthems everybody knows them even my everybody nieces and nephews that are like 12 13 they know these <laughs> fucking songs too yeah. What's my like, favorite word? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Even y'all um, know that, and you guys do. are from the Bay, but these are Bay Area anthems that get played out. Blow, blow the whistle is played a lot here in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, there you go. But it's a Bay anthem. Bro. It is. No, you and and I part? agree. I, I'm an LA guy. Everybody knows I rep LA. I go hard for my city. But I every time I'm in NorCal, it amazes me how like. They always play like a certain. They always play a Mac Dre song, whether it's uh, uh, "Get Stupid," "Get Stupid," or "Thizzle Dance," or they always play a Too Short song, E Forty song. And every time they play them, the crowd goes like stupid nuts. Like yeah. they have it, like they didn't hear it the night before, or they didn't hear it the week before, <laughs> mm-hmm. or they didn't hear it two days before. They go stupid nuts. Everyone knows the words. Everyone's bopping. People who are like on the side, who are kind of just you know like chilling, doing their shoulder leans throughout the night. Once they drop that shit, they're like going, they're going crazy. Yeah. And like LA, I don't know if we have that. I think this is how we do it is like the closest thing to it. Yeah, we got we got big tracks by Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, YG, Kendrick Lamar, The Game. We have famous tracks, but we don't mm-hmm. have like a, like two or three songs that are anthems that are played every single night at every single club. We just don't have it. It would be California by Tupac and Dre, but that's like a California song. But they California mentioned LA. Love. Yeah, yeah, but, they but you LA don't hear it at every single club. No, I think you That's what I'm saying. Love. You know what song it should be? At least what I'm planning right now in my head. Mm-hmm. You know what a, an L.A. anthem would be? Mm. Lean like a cholo. <laughs> <laughs> All the homies, you know <laughs> what I mean. Oh, my <laughs> Facts. Come on, man. That's yeah. the cholo mecca right there, boy. L.A. The, that That... That that's never leaving, bro. It's staying. Yeah, I haven't it. heard "Lean Like a Cholo" in years. Forever. So I forgot about that song. <laughs> but Back. I mean, we we have we have artists and we have songs that are timeless, of course. But I think I think like you said, like we don't we don't have anthems because, like, I'm telling you, at every party I was at Davis, like they played it. They made me play it. I had to download these songs because they made me play it. Um, every club I went to, whether it was in Sacktown where they get the Mac down, or whether it's in Oakland or SF, I haven't been to San Ho, but I'm sure they play it there. Like everywhere yeah. I went, north of Fresno, those songs are played. Like it's guaranteed. Like I already know that song. I'm gonna hear that song that night every time. It's hella funny because I don't consider Sacramento to be the Bay Area, but they still play it. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do play it. Yeah, it's NorCal though. You know, they they show love. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. That's funny. No, man. I, I just I, you hit it on the on the nail though. But like, we don't really have le- legit. I just I just think nothing but a G thing. Still Dre, but it's yeah. just yeah, man. But Montel Jordan would be. But it's fu- it's funny, man, because uh, in the Bay, you guys just are so different. Hyphy movement was so huge to me. E forty. Man, he's just such a legend. He's so underrated in the game. To me, he, right. he he has to be in a top. I think he has to be in the top ten of all time, in my opinion, because he's been he's been going hard since the days with Pac. Like people forget, E Forty's been doing it a long time. Him and Snoop Man are like the Godfathers of California, and then you got Ice Cube right behind them. So it's like, 
Man, yeah. but rest in peace, Mac Dre, man. Yeah, I, um, I was going to say, Suave, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like in Bay Area hip hop, it goes Mac, Mac Dre, Dre 1, E40. it goes E42 and 2 Short 3. Is that right? Yeah. Look, um, <laughs> and then P Low. They're equal. To me, they're equal. Oh, bro. they're equal. I don't really, okay. I don't really put it up to that where it's just like this one's first, this one's okay. second, this one's third. For me, the bank is just for me it's just equal because it's like mac dre put out so much songs but it's just like e40 has a lot of bangers too you know yeah so many got now. some bangers you know what i'm talking about and this new bay that's coming out um they've got bangers too so like i feel like s-o-b-r-b-e uh, mm. yeah <laughs> exactly see what i'm saying like i'm a big i mean i'm not a big fan of their stuff but essentially like they're you know they're out there um there's a couple of new artists that are coming out that i always like to mention like my boy mems um dude is really um dude is really putting putting stuff out there i mean uh he's got a song called hasta bajo he actually transitioned from hip-hop to to more of the latin scene but i feel like a lot of artists that are that do have that latin in them are 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 progressing towards that towards towards a different sound but going back to what you were saying um yeah man i feel like everybody's got an anthem every you know and every everybody here in the bay area wants their song to become an anthem too so um mac dre in, in my opinion will be number one but mm -hmm. i don't have a number two i feel like yeah. the whole bay area is number two nice mm. Yeah, no, man, I, I, I do respect it because like the Bay Area does have their own their own culture in a sense that's very distinct from LA, even when it comes to like the slang, like the slapping, you know, and the recently Hello. the recently lured schmacking. <laughs> yeah, you better start using the word schmacking or smacking. I have it. Because the word slap and the way you motherfuckers out in LA use it <laughs> is not the fucking way y'all should be using it, bro. I'm just gonna use bussin. It's like bussin. Please at least use the word bussin. Use the word bussin, because if you know, oh, this song slaps. That's what it's supposed to be. Not this fucking this, this food, nation slaps. This food slaps. This this in and out. These tacos slap. Like, no, they don't fucking slap. They smack. They smack. You know, the song slaps. <laughs> But not and even like the Bay Area like sound like their bass like slaps like whenever I hear like the song it's just like a dumb like fucking eight oh eight that's just smacking you in the face like it's a very distinct kind of like genre. oh yeah I feel like they just add hella reverb <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just want your entire car to vibrate like crazy right, with one punch just like, yeah. boom, for like yeah. the next eight bars yeah it's it's uh, ridiculous yeah but, but the sound is different bro. All right. Well, that just about does it for tonight's edition of The Bonus Room. I'd like to give a huge thank you to my man DJ Suave for taking the time today and being a part of our show. Uh, would you like to plug any of your Instagrams or any of your social medias for the audience out there? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, just follow me on that Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. It's all under one name, at DJ Suave 4K um yeah no periods no hyphens just all in one word you on the ticky talk i'm on the ticky talk i don't post a lot of the ticky talks because the ticky talks don't like me <laughs> like, i'm just going like everybody's ticky talk you know so go ahead and follow me if you want me to send you some weird stuff i gotta i gotta see you do some of those videos you're like smash Damn. your pass <laughs> hey, uh, hey, 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 I'm really, hey, I'm really thinking about doing some of that though. You should, you should. With a little, little small microphone, be like, hey, what's heavier, a pound of rock or a pound of stone? <laughs> Sick, do it. Yeah, um, it's, it's huge right now. And also, one more quick question. Why 4K and not 8K? We, we got 8K oh, TVs now. Coming up. Oh, 8K? Fuck, I'm going to have to you. <laughs> It's coming up. <laughs> I have to give him the little suavecito treatment in the AK. <laughs> I'm changing. I'm not okay. even lying. I'll change that bitch. Fuck it. But hey, thank guys, you again, man. Call this man on uh, DJ Swap 4K, man. Show love on that TikTok, though. Let's let's blow him up, you guys. Let's do it. Bay Area's finest. 
And as always, please like, comment, and subscribe to the Bonus Room Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at the Bonus Room Podcast. You know, the next couple episodes, we're probably going to do a couple more of these uh, musician profiles, so be on the lookout for that. But until then, everyone, see you later. Have a good night. Farewell. Good night, y'all.